So as Travis said, uh, we just got back from General Assembly. Um, Katie was also there. Um, she was probably the only other one there in this room. Oh, no, Kim. Where's Kim? Kim's here. Um, and so there are four of us over there. And throughout the week, um, I admit it made a difference in what I wanted to say today. Um, it changed some of it. Because today, as Travis said, we're speaking on visions and things that we see, things that we see God doing. Because here, you have this Margot red rain and snow that comes down, but it doesn't just come down. It says that it does not return back until after it's fulfilled its purpose. It does not come back until it's done everything that it's supposed to do. Until it's multiplied. Until it's done what God intended for it to do. And this week, while we were there at General Assembly, we were blessed to get to see and meet all of these people, different areas of our country and Canada. We were able to hear their stories. We were able to hear their words that were given to them to pass on to us. And each of them were beautifully For one of our most famous disciples pastors, the Reverend William Barber, we immediately saw, right after General Assembly, you might have seen this in the news, that for him, where he was needed, where he was called, his purpose this week was to stand outside of a courthouse and to try his best to protect health care for those less fortunate. To the point that, like the Apostle Paul, he was arrested. That was his calling that day. That was his purpose. We just elected a new general minister and president this past week. You might have seen, if you're Facebook friends with any of us that were there, you might have seen that history was made. History was made this week because we, your church, the Disciples of Christ, ended up electing a woman of color for our highest position. We are the first mainline Protestant denomination to ever do that. What made that possible? Twelve years ago, we, the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, were the first church to ever elect a woman to the head of our denomination, to the head of any mainline Protestant denomination. that led the way. We could go 
I, I seriously uh, started looking up last night but couldn't find it until after my kids were already in bed, our book on Ruby Bridges. Those of you that can remember 1960, or those of you that were actually awake in your history classes growing up, remember Ruby Bridges. This little girl in New Orleans in 1960 that began the process of desegregating her school. I don't know if you know the process, but the children that wanted, the colored children that wanted to attend this historically white school had to take a test to see if they could get in. Only six colored students passed that test. Three of which transferred before the beginning of school to a different school. Two of them decided not to go because their parents were too fearful of sending their children their colored children to this white school. And Ruby Bridges, her dad did not want her to go. He, like the other parents, were too fearful. And her mom, her mom, fought her dad and said, no, it is time. It is time that we make a stand, that we take a chance for all the other colored children that will come after our child. It's time that we break through that and make a difference now, today. And so they sent their baby girl, little Ruby Bridges, who's not so little anymore. She's grown and has books and is still a role model today for thousands. Ruby Bridges was the first African-American child to go into that Frank's Elementary School there in New Orleans. Each step, each day, we have our calling on our life. We have purpose. Some of it are things that we can envision because we've seen it before. Some of it, like Ruby Bridges, had never seen another colored child in that school. Like Sharon Watkins had never seen another woman at the top of any denomination. Like Terry, Terry Cordellans, Teresa Cordellans, she goes by Terry, is our new general minister and president. She's never seen another black or colored of any kind female at the top of a, a mainline denomination. I talked with her after she was accepted into that new position. Just by random coincidence in the hotel, I ran into her. And she said, I never imagined this was ever a possibility. she had never seen it until others planted that vision inside her could she say that that was her call 
for me, I, I didn't grow up going to church. I started going to church as I started high school. And the church that I went to, women weren't allowed to be up front. This would be very taboo, what I'm doing right now. And I wasn't given this vision. For years, I kept denying whatever calling I had. For years, I kept doing every back-behind-the-scenes ministry task I could find, and I loved it. I loved all of it. But slowly but surely, I started realizing the call that God had on my life, I could no longer deny. And that's how God is. God doesn't just send down the rain and the snow and then get it right back. It doesn't come back until it's fulfilled its purpose. God's going to continue sending you down these roads that you're called to go down until you finally answer your call. And it might be something that you've seen done before, but it might be something that seems absurd and impossible.